1: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT and T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT and T Fiber, live like a gazillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details.
2: Hi, I'm Kyah Damone. I'm a Florida-born chef, writer, host, and recipe developer. I served as an executive chef of a New York City restaurant at the age of 24 and became Cherry Bomb Magazine's first culinary director at 25. I've been named one of 16 chefs changing Black food in America by the New York Times and Forbes 30 Under 30 in food and beverage. In 2021, I founded Kia Feast the People, a budding mutual aid effort focusing on food apartheid in Brooklyn. I'll be your guest host for this month of Romanica. This month, we're talking about tastemakers. We're celebrating the Black chefs, cooks, and food historians who created new food ways and preserved important culinary stories of the past. Today, we're talking about a woman whose cooking and community activism cemented her legacy in North Carolina history. Let's talk about Mildred Council, or Mama Dip. Mildred was born on April 11, 1929 in Chatham County, North Carolina. She was the youngest of seven siblings. When Mildred was almost two years old, her mother passed away. After that, her father raised the family on a farm that he leased from a sharecropper. That's where Mildred earned her nickname, Dip. Even as a kid, she was so tall that when the water levels in the farm's rain barrel were getting low, she could use her long arms to reach down to the very bottom and dip out a drink. One day when she was about nine years old, Mildred's father asked her to fix the family something to eat. Mildred was overjoyed. She was already a pro at making mud pies to feed her dolls, but this was her chance to cook something real. After her father got a taste of her cooking, Peas, ham, cornbread, and an egg custard pie, he was so impressed that he let Mildred take charge of the family's kitchen. In her family's kitchen, Mildred honed her cooking style, which she called dump cooking. She cooked with her eye, measuring out ingredients by hand and seasoning the food to taste rather than using specific measurements. To Mildred, dump cooking was also about using the freshest ingredients. Growing up, she sourced most of the food she cooked with directly from her family's farm. In 1945, Mildred moved with her family to Chapel Hill. She enrolled in cosmetology school and worked at a beauty parlor for a few months, but eventually quit. She wanted to cook, so she started taking jobs where she could work in the kitchen. When she started out, she was often working in kitchens of wealthy white families. One day, while working in one of these homes, Mildred cooked up a twist on sweet potatoes, mashing them with butter, corn syrup, and orange juice, and serving them in hollowed-out oranges. She was scared the dish would get her fired, but everyone loved it. Their praise encouraged Mildred to start experimenting with and writing down her own recipes. In 1947, Mildred married a man named Joe Council. Joe's parents owned a restaurant in Chapel Hill, Bill's Barbecue. Mildred started working there, cooking barbecue alongside Joe's mother, Miss Mary, and getting a first-hand look at how to run a restaurant. She also started having her own children, eight in total. During this period, Mildred was the main breadwinner in the family, often taking two or three jobs to make ends meet. She was a short-order cook at a Carolina coffee shop. She worked in a dining hall of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, and she was a chef for the university's fraternities. In the 1970s, Mildred divorced her husband, Joe, who had been abusing her for years. It was a moment she called the biggest turning point in her life. That same year, the first black realtor in North Carolina gave Mildred an opportunity. There was a restaurant closing down at Chapel Hill. Did Mildred want to take it over? Mildred opened the restaurant with only $64, which was enough to buy ingredients for breakfast. With the profit she made from selling breakfast, she dashed out to buy lunch ingredients. And she did the same thing for dinner. She ended the day with $135. She called the restaurant Dips Kitchen, and it quickly gained a reputation for authentic Southern country cooking. fried chicken, seasonal vegetables, and Mildred's famous pecan pie. Mildred cared deeply about helping people out. Her employees were often people recovering from addiction or people recently released from prison. She also hired her own children and grandchildren to work for her, and many of them went on to own their own food businesses. When Mildred wasn't in Dip's kitchen, she was using food to forage community. She started an annual dinner that brought people of different races, religions, and backgrounds together. The dinner's motto, sit down with a stranger and make a new friend. At one of those dinners, Mildred tasted the Jewish dish Kugel. She liked it so much, she started making it and included two Kugel recipes in her second cookbook. Over time, the business expanded. By 1999, Mildred had moved the restaurant across the street for more space. That same year, with encouragement from New York Times food editor and critic Craig Claiborne, Mildred published her first cookbook, Mama Dips Kitchen. Mildred received national acclaim for her cooking. She was featured on ABC's Good Morning America. She got invited to the White House to meet President George W. Bush and exchanged letters with President Barack Obama. But most days, you could find her in the kitchen of her restaurant from open until close. Mildred died on May 20th, 2018. She was 89 years old. Today, her legacy lives on in her restaurant, which is still run by her family. All month, we're talking about tastemakers. For more info and recipes from this month's Womanikins, Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women.